Hi, welcome to episode 23 of the Michiana People podcast. I'm pretty excited because I'm actually recording from my podcast studio. I'd say it's probably maybe 60% done, maybe 70% done. I do have a futon put up so my guests have a comfortable place to sit. And I've got my desk set up, which I believe is probably too big, but I'm going to let it go for right now. And I've got all my cigars condensed and together where I want them. And pretty much all i got left to do is I'd like to get one more table and a small chair in case I have uh, several people. And I've got a couple mics coming too, so I'm pretty excited about that. I'm probably not going to put pictures up uh, or video up until I'm completely done, but I may get it done this week. I may have it up to 90% done, then I'll put I'll put uh, pictures out. My guest for this episode is Grant Milkey. He is founder and managing director of Vala Marketing. Grant and I used to work together, and we still kind of do because he designed my logo, built my website, and he also consults with me on how to grow listeners for the podcast. Grant and I talked about the old days. We worked together for about nine years, and uh, what Vala marketing is all about and it's really a cool concept on that note vala marketing is hosting a lunch and learn at mapletronics computers in goshen on august 26th from noon to one and grant and his team will be talking about social media for business if you're in the dark about how social media pr presence can help your businesses this will be great it's a great opportunity to get a better understanding now if you're already on social media you've got a facebook page and you only put out ads for 10% off on Tuesday or whatever, this seminar, this Lunch and Learn is going to be geared towards taking that up a notch and actually getting people to want to come into your door. So I'm pretty excited about that. I will be there at Mapletronics on the 26th and so will Grant. So this podcast is pretty uh, good timing. Now I've teased a contest. Uh, it's time to reveal the details. Two fantastic local bands will be performing at the Acorn Theater in Three Oaks, Michigan. And that's going to be on Sunday, August 28th at 5 p.m. Starheart and the Paul Erdman Band are both taking the stage that night. And that's going to be part of the Emerging Artist Series at the Acorn. Now, I've got two tickets to give away for the show. And all you have to do is go to the Michiana People Podcast Facebook page. And you have to like the page to start out. But there's going to be a post right on top. It's going to have a picture with it. And you need to like and share the post and comment on the post and do all the stuff that Facebook pages tell you to do. Now, obviously, I'm trying to get more likes on Facebook, which turns into more podcast listeners. And really, you know, I've said this before, I'm not doing this podcast to make money. I'm not doing it uh, to really get myself to be more popular. I want to talk to people in the community who are making a difference. I want to make sure as many people that want to hear them actually hears them. So that's, that's the reason for the contest. And I'm going to sweeten the deal up a little bit. I'm going to add a $25 gift certificate to the Journeyman Distillery, which is right by the Acorn. I mean, it's like, like 100 feet away from the Acorn. So you can stop in and grab some drinks before the show. They've got great whiskey, vodka, all kinds of great drinks. Now, I work for Mapletronics, so I may be biased, but I know that we have some of the best IT engineers in the region. I'd put our knowledge up against anyone around. But that's not what makes my Mapletronics great. Our ability to solve your IT issues with you instead of always selling you the expensive solution that we think you need makes Mapletronics great. Mapletronics will find a solution for your business, continuity, security, and productivity that 
fit your expectations and budget. Check out mapletronics.com forward slash Michiana people for an absolutely free gift and then explore the website to see what Mapletronics can do for you. Now, uh, traditional advertising is dead. Radio, TV, and magazine ads are very ineffective and you have absolutely no way to track if, they're, if they are being effective or not. Everyone's interest is fragmented, attention spans are short. Vala Marketing will come in and help create a strong digital presence for your company using web development, content creation, search engine optimization, and social media. Their focus is to grow your business. So they talk to you and find out where you want to be, where you're at, who your competitors are, and get those people targeted with your social media and your website and your logo. And if you want to get those customers in the door, just give Grant a call at Vala Marketing. As a special offer to Michiana People podcast listeners, Grant would like to provide you with some free information, website search engine, and social media audit to help you identify where you're at and where you can go. You can give him a call at 574-606-6696 or email him at grant at valamarketing.com. Okay, on to the show with Grant Milky from Vala Marketing. Enjoy. Welcome to the Michiana People Podcast. My guest today is Grant Milkey. Grant is the founder and managing director of Vala Marketing and was my co-worker for somewhere around 10 or 11 years. And so we, we know each other kind of good. I want Welcome to the podcast, Grant. Thank you. I told you when we were talking first that I kind of wanted to go backwards. I wanted to make sure that we get a good highlight of what Vala Marketing is all about. Sure. First of all, where'd you come up with the name? Oh man, <laughs> you should have warned me you're going to ask this. So <laughs> the, the idea was to use a word that didn't mean anything. So uh-huh. inspired by some of the tech people where they like Lenovo or Yahoo. Like, right. It doesn't mean anything, right? And then uh-huh. you can kind of decide what it means and decide which one to attach to it. But the inspiration was from my wife. But it was just, it was a list of words, and it's actually from Tolkien. Okay. The Silmarillion. Uh-huh. Vala means, like, strength, I think. Okay. The Valar are, like, the the gods in the Silmarillion. The, right. The, the, like, the Tolkien book no one ever read, I guess. Uh-huh. I guess some of us have. <laughs> but, yeah, so it's it's technically just an elvish word. And we figured most people aren't going to know what it means. And we'll just say it doesn't mean anything, which I didn't just, I should have said it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. But if someone does know what it means, we just immediately know that they're good people and we can trust them because they have good interests. Well, and the other thing, and we'll probably talk about this a little bit when you talk about marketing and SEO or search engine optimization, (laughs) when you pick up a word that's similar to something else, then Mm -hmm. it's really hard to get on the first page of a search engine. Certainly can be. But when you've got a very distinctive name like that, then <laughs> it's pretty easy. Uh, I'll give you an example. There was a band that I really liked in the late 70s, and their name was Off-Broadway. So I was searching them out. All their stuff's like <laughs> out of print now and all that. So I was searching them out, and when you search Off-Broadway, you don't get the band. Right. And then you would do off-Broadway band. Well, it would be whatever bands are playing for a musical and off-Broadway play. <laughs> and, and it took it really took me a couple yeah, of days sure. to, to actually find them. I actually had to go to eBay and start uh, searching there, and that's how I got the disc that I wanted from 
1979. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's that's neat to have a, a unique name like that. I always tell people when they're picking a business name, like entrepreneurs and stuff like mm-hmm. that, like don't spend too much time sitting in a room trying to come up with the perfect name. Like uh-huh. get on your computer. You need to see if the .com domain's available. Yeah. You need to make sure there's no one else doing business in a similar name. You uh-huh. need to do keyword research and make sure you can even compete for like the Google rankings and stuff like that. Right. You have this when you first like, oh, I'm going into business. You have this picture of people like in a lounge somewhere uh, with like cigars coming up with, uh, that's it, Eureka, the perfect <laughs> name. But it's not, it's not how it works at all. Yeah, a lot, a lot of people try to really micromanage that and and put more effort into that than actually getting the business. Started, so. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So the name's cool. So what is Vala all about? I think the 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 elevator what Vala why it started was the idea that advertising traditional advertising you know magazine ads mm-hmm. trade shows billboards TV commercials the operative theory is that those just are not effective right specifically with millennials mm-hmm. I know <clears throat> anecdotally myself I completely tune out commercials mm. completely like i don't i don't even notice they're there anymore mm. unless it's like funny but even then that's not going to really affect my like buying decision you know you can't measure the effectiveness of them very well if it has a cat or a screaming goat I'll, right I'll no know. right yeah and i mean but even if something's <laughs> funny like the, the other day i was like I, I was really there's this mountain dew commercial for uh-huh. like the their new energy drink or something yeah. and it's just this dude who's like he's dancing like an idiot uh-huh. and then Mosquito bites him, and the mosquito starts dancing, and I was yeah. like, this is a good commercial. But it's like, I'm still never going to drink Mountain Dew. Right. I've yeah. never drank Mountain Dew. I'm not going to start. Yeah. But, uh, <clears throat> so, I mean, that's, that's really the theory. And then I see these, through Mapletronics, really, going around and talking to all these business owners and, you know, people who are running businesses and starting businesses, that is that nut they haven't been able to crack, is how do I get people in the doors? How do I tell people about what I do? How do mm-hmm. I start a conversation? How do I find out who I'm supposed to talk to? That marketing is just this big question mark for a lot of people, and that's where I saw the pain. And mm-hmm. you know, I, I believe that a lot of the easy methods, like oh, I'll hire a designer, I'll put up a billboard, done, business is good. I just mm-hmm. have to invest, you know, the money for that. Right. It's just not how it just doesn't work that way anymore. Right. So, uh, Vala is a digital marketing firm. We believe in great websites, mobile-friendly websites. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, content engaging content fun stuff community building um, we think that businesses need to join into the conversation and mm-hmm. stop advertising really you know what i mean like don't, right. don't treat your social media like a billboard don't you know don't just put an ad in the yellow pages like join into the talk get involved in the community um, talk to people find out what they're interested in um, and then be there when they start looking right right so that wasn't much of an elevator pitch. It was a really long, it's a really tall building, a really long elevator. Well, that, and, and that <laughs> makes sense because, you know, I, ever since I started the podcast, I became more aware of those types of things, mm-hmm. of social media, and, and it's a consistent engagement that yeah. seems to really draw people in. Yeah. And, and also, instead of selling, off, offering up, a service 
even even if if you're mm -hmm. selling a a widget or whatever, right. you know the, the the service behind it and and you know saying this is how the widget works and th this is how so and so used the widget and and things like that. So yeah. putting 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 those types of things out there and it really the the, the consistency is a big thing. You can you can do it one time really great and you you might grab two or three people, but you're if if you don't do it consistently and change things up and make sure you're you're going with yeah. how the crowd crowd's going that's uh i've seen that become important mm -hmm. and i've noticed my own numbers you know i've had a couple months here where i've just been busy you know married, yeah. married off my daughter and mm -hmm. moved moved my son and we're we're just busy and I didn't I couldn't engage as much as, as I did before yeah. and my numbers went down yeah. so it's <laughs> and I mean even that I mean when you think about the there is a technical aspect to it too because mm. it's what you're saying is perfect right. and that's what it is but the how is every social media platform in Google it's a complex algorithm of who sees what like for people mm. to even see the posts you make Right. It takes into account is there is it just text? How much text is there? Mm -hmm. You know what's the ease of reading on the text? You know does it have an image? Great, okay. Mm -hmm. um, you know how when was the last time you interacted with this person? Mm -hmm. When was the last time your friends interacted with this person? How right. many people have interacted with this? There's a, so many factors that go into you know you see your newsfeed and you see all this stuff. Right. But there's so many things that go into that first post you see the second post. I mean right. all of them. Right. It's and, crazy. And you can really, uh, you can really try that out by just taking somebody on your friends list on Facebook that you haven't interacted with for a while and pull up their page, and there's all kinds of stuff you never saw. Yeah, yeah. And start liking them. You yeah. know, start start talking to them. Start liking them. You yeah. will see more of them. Yeah. Period. Yeah. And your friends are going to start seeing them. And if your friends are interested in what they're seeing, right? It's just it's a web. It's this big complicated web that. I have taken upon myself to get in and I mean Facebook's algorithm isn't this Excel spreadsheet that I can go check stuff off of it's secret right. it's well protected it changes often uh -huh. but you know I can the great thing about it is there's so many analytics and this is this is the grant divide where I've got this like constant war with myself where I'm like the most mathematical data driven uh -huh. person and simultaneously I'm this like feel good this should just work because I want it to yeah. like I'm I'm the most emotional guy you'll ever meet but uh -huh. the the data that you get from who's engaging with it you know you can see as opposed to like if you were to make a radio commercial for your podcast mm -hmm. They'll, they'll say, oh, well, 3,000 people are going to hear this at this hour. Right. And then maybe you'll you'll get 10 more downloads next week. Mm -hmm. But you don't know how many of those are because of the radio commercial. Right. But right. like with Facebook, you know, I spend $300 to, you know, push something out and I see who saw it. Mm -hmm. I see if they clicked on it, if they turned up the volume, if they clicked high quality, you know what I mean? Right. I can see what their age group is, yeah. where they are geographically. And this builds this awesome picture of who would be interested in what. I have to say. Right. So right. the short version is I really just want my perfect scenario is partnering with a business and being kind of like they're the same way that you're like a managed IT department. Mm -hmm. I like being the outsourced marketing department. Right. Like I want the I want the freedom to, you know, do what I need to do to to listen to the community and figure out what needs to happen to mm -hmm. get the word out and then find the best channels to do that. Right. 
And what I like about you, uh, you, you helped me with my website when I started the podcast. Uh-huh. I gave you a list of things I wanted, and instead of just taking that list and putting it together, you said you came back and said, "Well, you should really do this." <laughs> and, and 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 that's I think that's really because a lot of people just don't know what they want. Right. They they think they know what they want because of what they've seen, mm-hmm. but they really don't know and somebody like you actually helps them get there. Right. And that's kind of what I do for a living too. So I understand yeah, that. Definitely. So what kind of baffles me is, you know, you're you're the right brain mathematical type of guy and yet you design these really cool logos. How <laughs> are you like equally right brain, left brain or I don't do, know what's wrong with me. <laughs> It, it leads to a lot of sleepless nights, I'll mm-hmm. tell you that much. But yeah, like like I said, it's a very strong cognitive dissonance. Not dissonance, but it's just this it's just this weird thing where I like data and I like feels too. Mm-hmm. So some of the logos are just what the client wants. Some of the logos are, well, I know this is gonna look good because of XYZ. Um, now mm-hmm. I mean Val has grown to the point I've got a uh, I've got a full time graphic designer now. Mm-hmm. So I'm only doing I'm only doing like more idea stuff, right. less of the actual execution. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I just I'm on the internet a lot. I see a lot of stuff I like. See a right. lot of stuff I don't like. Yeah. And uh, you know, over the last since last August or so, I mean, I've taught myself, you know, Photoshop and mm-hmm. all the Adobe Suite, and right? All sorts of different styles and stuff. Yeah. There's a lot out there on the internet. If you want to learn how to, you can learn how to do anything on the internet. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I I learned how to put a uh, headlight into my wife's car. Yeah. It, it involved taking the uh, the actual uh, wheel well cover off instead of just opening the hood and changing it. So yeah. it was a two hour job instead of a two minute job, like I thought. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to claim to be some sort of like creative genius. Like I am. I am a marketer, and uh-huh. I. I view all these things as tools. I'm not the logo guy, right? Mm-hmm. But logos are a tool right. that I use to achieve a goal, and right. they're good. I like a lot of them. I like yours. I like your. Uh, yeah. I have a clear line of sight on your yeah car sticker here. Yeah, designed by you. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> I just got a stick of Vala. Yeah, Vala logo on the yeah. back. Yeah, just get, get, <laughs> get me a bumper sticker. I'll put it on there. Um, so. As far as uh, Val is concerned, when when somebody comes to you and they say, "I need help. I I I, yeah. I, I don't know marketing. I need a website. I need to do this." How how do you engage with them? It's a lot like what we're doing now. Um, very very unprofessional. It's oftentimes over a burger. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I've never been the boardroom type, uh-huh. but. Uh, I really, to me, it's a matter of if I, you know, if I'm going to do my job, I need to sit, we talk. I want to hear about their business. I want to hear what's important to them. Um, I want to find out what, you know, who their, what their industry is, what they like about the industry, what they don't like about the industry. Mm-hmm. You know, who their competitors are. What, what do they like that they do? What don't they like that they do? Mm-hmm. What are their customers like? What's the perfect customer like? I think the biggest, the most telling question I ask, I always ask this, is, what is the best thing? That could happen to your business in the next five years, mm-hmm. and don't think small. Right. Like, what is the absolute best thing that could happen if everything if everything just fell into place? Where do you want this business to be? You know what I mean. And and you'll hear different things. Like, there's a lot of people who are selling a widget mm-hmm. to people, and their dream is actually to be, you know, 
working through distributors and retailers to sell uh, the widget. You know what I mean? But they're right. selling to people because that's what they're doing. Right. And it's it's just a matter of finding out what the goals are um, for the business, what their business objectives are. And with the business objectives, I can craft marketing objectives. Mm-hmm. And then I go through my suite of all the things that I do, you know, email, websites, application mm-hmm. development, all that stuff. And I, you know, I put together a picture of what I think they should do. And then we, in a perfect world, they just throw me the keys and... You know, we drive off into the sunset together. But a lot of the the businesses I like working with are, you know, small local businesses. Mm-hmm. I prefer it um, personally, and so you know, a lot of times it's a best case scenario, and we grow from there, grow together. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a process. It's certainly right. a process. It's usually a, a meeting, a phone call. You know, sit, think, talk, come back to it. But it's really a process I have developed from this journey that starts with what the business objectives are and then we find out what the marketing objectives are mm-hmm. and then we can go down this path of the stuff that I need like mm-hmm. pricing placement you know branding promotions I don't know I'll get you I'll yeah. get you a picture I actually yeah my, I have a I have a graphic in my oh. in my proposal that cool. shows kind of the process right. how we make the strategic decisions right. so that we can do the day-to-day without having to go back every time right like, what is this what is this so uh, maybe you can pop that on the Oh yeah, description or something. Now you've been. This is a pretty new venture for you, <laughs> but have you had any uh, clients that you've worked with that hired you for a specific thing, and it's already grown from that? Every uh, single one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think you only have to work. With, <clears throat> I, I think. I would hope that through Mapletronics and even. You know, I know with Vala at least that mm. people, you know, if they're if they're concerned about working with me, I'm sorry, I'm tooting my own horn right now, but <laughs> you know, if you're concerned about working with me, I think that most people know that I am not in a box. I do everything I can for those people. Right. Everything they'll let me do. I am available 24-7. I will come watch your kids. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm not trying to I, I didn't mean that to sound egotistical, but more just like it's very it's a very servant style mm-hmm. business as far as I'm concerned right. especially during this first year when I'm I am a startup right now mm-hmm. so I am not in the business of telling people what I'm not going to do and uh-huh. most people you know they'll try me on something and then <laughs> you know we'll go from there right I right. will I'll, I'll I'll fight scratch bite for every little piece of responsibility you'll give me and I usually get results so right. that's 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 been the biggest thing for me is getting in the door, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Getting people to sit down and talk to me, and then right. things always grow from there. Right, right. And I've seen, you know, I, I just see your client list. You know, I follow you on Facebook, and I just mm-hmm. see the client list growing. Yeah. Seems like every week there's a couple new ones popping up, and that's great. Yeah, we're trying. Yeah, that's fantastic. So I kind of wanted to get a little personal and talk about the grant I knew, we'll just say ten years ago, uh, versus the okay. grant. Okay, let's let's stop here. I have a, I have a problem with people thinking I'm older than I am. Okay, I'm only twenty seven. Right, but you were seventeen when you started. No, I was nineteen. Nineteen. Okay, so you. Did I was start there for almost nine years. Okay, but I'm not that old. So we'll do listeners. Nine I am not thirty, <laughs> and I am not sixty. <laughs> so what when. When we met nine years ago, you were 
working in our inside service department. Okay. We were yep. fixing computers. <laughs> and I remember trying to engage with you on a few separate <laughs> occasions, mostly about music. And I don't want to say you shut me down, but uh, the conversation yeah. was very short. Yeah. And <laughs> and I I kind of gave up for a few years after that and uh, <laughs> just let Grant do his thing. But then I saw you get passionate about IT. Yeah. I mean, you were, I think you were doing it because that's what you could do. You knew a little bit about it mm-hmm. and it was just where you fell and yeah. you were kind of doing it. And then a few years later, you all of a sudden got a fire going and you got passionate about it. Mm. And then your passion shifted. And that's when everything really kind of, I, I feel like you just turned into a different person because it kind of happened at the same time I was thinking about doing the podcast. And so I see you posting stuff on Facebook about, you posted one about this guy that says you're never too old to, to, to get inspired and do something. Yeah. And I read, I, I watched that video and then I got up the next morning and I watched it again. I said, okay, I'm going to get inspired. And instead of thinking about this podcast, I'm actually going to do it. So mm-hmm. I, I did it. I talked to you about it. You know, I bounced ideas off of you. You were starting to do your thing at that point. And I said, hey, work together and I'll give you a sponsorship and you do the website and you of course I expected somebody to put together a real quick website for me and you labored over it you kept sending me uh, drafts and this mm-hmm. is this is what I, and you also told me what I wanted wasn't what I really wanted and I really wanted this and 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 really 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 got what I wanted mm-hmm. in the end and and we still talk about it uh, uh, even now Tell me about that transformation, because I know you were passionate about music at one point, and and I'm sure you still are. I I am too, listening, Mm -hmm. but you you were were a musician, and then you got caught up in what looks to me where I was a few years ago too, where I was just ham and egging it. I was just Mm -hmm. doing the job. and. Going home and having a beer. Yep. <laughs> Man. <clears throat> so I was in probably my third year of being in a local band. It was called Chapel Hill Tragedy. Mm-hmm. We were emo little punks. You know, what I, like mm-hmm. it was not, I don't know. It's funny looking back at it. You know what I mean? Piercings and stupid uh. clothes we wore and stuff like that. But <laughs> man, at the time, Scott, I was. That was it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that was yeah. it. It was wake up, play guitar, go to practice, go to sleep, weekends, you know, two, three shows. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I thought that was it for me. But what's interesting, an interesting just side note on that is, like, I uh, that was MySpace days. Oh, yeah. Did you ever have a MySpace? Oh, yeah. I can't get back into it because it's my old email and I can't. It's totally different now. I don't yeah. even think any. Anyways. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, we started, when I first started the band, we had Zanga. Mm-hmm. Like, holy cow. This <laughs> is like, this is a flashback from here. Yeah. We had Zanga, and then we moved to this new MySpace thing. And I remember really harping on the guys. Mm-hmm. We have to record. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We have to record. We have to get good recordings. We can go to three shows 
every week and maybe reach 600 people mm -hmm. or you know we're putting songs up on myspace and we're getting hundreds of thousands of people right. listening to it you know and we don't have any cds to sell mm -hmm. we don't have anything shirts to sell which mm -hmm. we hardly had running water so i don't know why i yeah. thought that that was going to happen <laughs> but <clears throat> back then it was weird i didn't think about this it was just a couple weeks ago i was thinking mm -hmm. about this i was harping on social media <laughs> <laughs> when Before I was, was like, yeah, yeah, way back when. And I mm -hmm. was like, this is, is the future. Yeah. But um, the music thing is just life mm -hmm. sideswiped you. I mean, it's like, kid, I've got two kids. My vocalist has two kids. Mm -hmm. My bassist has two kids. There's wives. There's jobs. I mean, you can't even live off one job anymore right. these days. So, you know, there's multiple, you know, there's child care. And it's like, man, back in the day, it was like, <laughs> underage drinking and fighting and yeah. playing music and now it's like there's just so much more right and it's like uh it just yeah i, I remember sitting in kind of this similar situation right now and we, i just sat down and i was like look I'm, i will keep doing this if you guys want to keep doing it mm -hmm. but it's getting really hard yeah and we all just agreed it was amicable and i'm, just, I'm friends with all of them uh -huh. i mean the uh, the vocalist works for Vala now. Mm -hmm. um, my other guitar my other guitar player he's uh, he's back in town. He's opening an escape room in Granger. Oh. Have oh, you ever cool. heard of an escape room? Yeah, we want my wife and I want to do that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think there's one in Elkhart. I know what place there is. Yeah. There's like a a little a little one in like Media Madhouse or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, but I don't. Know. He's 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 doing he's doing something like crazy, yeah. like electrical and oh, all cool. sorts of different stuff. Yeah. He's, um, but yeah, I mean we're all adults now. We all have jobs. I mean, Mapletronics was weird. I actually started for MapleNet, which for the one Mapletronics enthusiast right now, uh -huh. they're like, I remember MapleNet. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, they hired me, and then I got moved around a bunch and. I was never myself at Mapletronics. I mean, you. So think back to when you met me. Uh -huh. What was the next youngest person that worked there to me? The next youngest would have been Nathan. Nathan Anderson was about a year older than. And you, he's right? like seventy. <laughs> he's not a year older than me at all. I love you, Nate, but he's not a year older than me at all. But it was just like he's like twenty-eight, isn't he? I don't. Know. I don't think so. Yeah. Maybe. Huh. Maybe. Maybe it's just an old soul. Mm. Um, <laughs> shouldn't make fun of it. Poor Nate. Anyways, there was like nobody my age. And it was just like, and also, this doesn't need to go political, but like, I think I'm the only like not conservative that ever, has ever worked for Mapletronics. And I like, I don't know. I just couldn't, I couldn't connect with anybody really, yeah. especially after like Justin Cook. Mm-hmm bit it yeah because like him and i were friends right but you know there were very few and it seemed like the people i did like cameron yoder and justin and the people that i was friends with mm -hmm. like didn't stick around yeah so just i never really connected with anybody um i had a bad couple years there um just like you said just coming in going and mm -hmm. then i got reinvigorated when i started going out to client sites right i loved that mm -hmm. you know what i mean i loved um, I loved getting sent out on the road and then eventually became like that kind of guy. Yeah. Um, the, you know, the, the road, road guy and going mm -hmm. out, meeting clients, you know what I mean? I had all these places I could just kind of walk into and everyone knew me. And, mm -hmm. 
Love that. That kind of inspired me for a while. Um, but what was the question? How did I get unhappy? Where, where, where did you? Where did you? How did you get from where you were to where you are now? Oh God! So I have always. I know it's hard, but this is a Michigan people podcast, people. so I like to talk to people about being people. 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 <laughs> I. Okay, so because I saw. I don't I know saw, if anyone relates to this, but like, have you ever? Do you? I mean, birthdays are supposed to be like fun and birthday cake and beer, but like, do you ever just like sit there and you're like, holy cow, that's another year. And then it's uh-huh. like, you look back and you're like, what did I do this year? Okay, the list of the stuff I didn't do, way longer than the stuff that I did. Right. I'm, you know, a step closer to the grave and, you know, just every, every year around my birthday. And I'm, mm. a, I'm a relatively happy person. Yeah. Most people can corroborate that. Mm. But around my birthday, I just go into this like depression. Like I just can't can't even get out of bed. Mm. And See, I I don't even think about mine. But when and I think you know that right around fifty is when I finally woke up. Yeah, and you know it's better late than never. Yeah. But the thing is, uh, the the one thing that gets me from what you've said already is that you had a passion for something. Mm-hmm when you were in the band so you understand what passion is yeah um a lot of folks don't ever really get to that point (laughs) you know Hmm. they they never find out what that is and and you have to know that you're fortunate to to have experienced that because i don't think you would have dove into vala like you did had you not understood what the passion was Hmm. You, you do you hear do you understand what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Maybe this is a teachable moment. No, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I can I can see that. Yeah, because, I yeah. mean, I nothing was bad. Yeah. I mean, it was a good job, good people, mm-hmm. a good company. Right. I was, I mean, kids are okay, house is okay, wife is okay. And it wasn't that I was unhappy. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, it's just like you're saying. I just right. wasn't. Just going through the motions. Just yeah, doing. I just, I just, I couldn't yeah. get that like passion, that fire. Right. And every time I'd start to get revved up, I'm just like, I don't know, something would smack me down, and then like, I started setting really strict goals for myself around like 26, 25, one of those. Mm-hmm. And the when I was 20, I'm 28 now, not 27. I misspoke earlier. Sorry, okay. I forgot. Oh man, oh, we're getting close to 30. I'm really close. <laughs> But I mean, I, I was I had set all these goals, and then my my birthday rolled around, and I was like, "Well, I did everything I said I was going to do last year. So, I, why do I still feel the literal exact same way as I have all the other years?" Uh-huh. And I was like, "I just had this, just took took stock of everything, mm-hmm. you know." And I realized I'm not a good employee. I'm not a good like teammate, really. Not not like I'm a bad person. It's just right. like I'm not. I don't. I don't know. I'm just not like a. I'm not a a cog in the machine. You kind of found yourself a square peg in a round hole. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just. I, I just can't be a cog. I can't like mm-hmm. work. I I, I needed. I, I needed to go out and similar to the band. I needed to. I needed to build something. I mm-hmm. need to do something. I need to, you know. I don't know. I I really. And now, now that I'm doing it, it's just, this is it. Mm-hmm. Everything I do is for, you know, Vala. And I am, I am to blame when it goes wrong. I am, 
you know, I feel good when things go right, mm-hmm. and it's just something I can build. Right. It's not someone else's values. I'm not saying Maple Tronics values were bad. I'm just saying it's not their values. It's mine. I'm building right. my vision. Right. And it's a great vision, and I was I'm happy I was able to play a small part in it. But like, this is my vision. Mm-hmm. This is what I want to do, and you know, building towards that is just I don't know. Yeah. It's, well, some people are built for that, and yeah. you found out relatively young. I. At least, relatively. Yeah, at least, at least in my. I always hear that people. When people say I'm getting old, they laugh at me. It's like, yeah, it's it's very relative, right? I think uh, someone someone invited me to like some YPN, uh, Mm -hmm. the young professional now. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, "Ah, dude, I'm like 28, you know that? Yeah, and he's like, yeah, yeah, (laughs) and I was like, can I still go? Yeah, and they're like, Uh I think it's like under 35 or something like that. I was like, oh, (laughs) okay. I guess. Yeah, the definition of young is. Uh, I think it's because I've played video games liquid. so much too. Yeah. I follow like esports and stuff, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like around like twenty five is when you know the yeah. the reactions start to dull. Oh, yeah. people with like three hundred action per minute. You know, yeah. that that's that's like retirement age uh-huh. for like the video gaming community, yeah. and I'm a. <laughs> So I, I think that's why I might have a warped perception of age. Uh-huh. Hopefully I've got a few more years left. That must be why I don't play video games. I'm double the retirement age. So. <laughs> <laughs> My son tried to teach me how to use an Xbox one time, and that was pretty disastrous. So, so why, a, why a podcast? You said well, you, you yeah. wanted to do it for so long. Why, why is that the thing? Well, why don't you learn how to play bass or something, get in a band? I did, I did try um, guitar lessons, and I didn't. I mean, I just didn't really enjoy playing guitar. Mm-hmm. It wasn't it wasn't anything except for the fact that I wasn't going to practice because it didn't right. really bring me any joy. Sure. So, um, so I've still got a bunch of guitar equipment that hasn't been touched downstairs. Yeah. I, I love listening to it. I I absolutely love music. I just don't think I'm cut out to be a musician. Sure. So I started listening to podcasts really seriously about maybe three years ago, and I started listening to a variety. I'd listen to like business ones and comedy ones and just a lot of different ones. And I kind of doled it down to, you know, three or four that I listened to just about every episode. I like the Nerdist, and I listened to Mark Marin's WTF podcast and um, Pendulette's podcast and stuff like that. So there's, I, I've gotten to a few, and then, there, then there's mm-hmm. a few I go to when the episode looks interesting. And I thought, man, that's a really neat idea. And really the, the thing that got me going was um, a guy that works with my wife, and I call him a kid, but he's actually about your age, started a podcast with uh, his friend about comic book and it's a marvel dedicated podcast sure. and i i don't have any interest in comic books but just listening to them play off of each other and i listened to the first episode and it was pretty rough just like my first episode was and then it just kept getting better and i i i uh listened to just about every episode just listening to them talk yeah is interesting yeah and that brings on the, just the whole art of conversation Mm-hmm. And and the fact that people don't sit down and just talk that much anymore. Sure. Uh, you know, both of us are sitting here talking. <laughs> We're not staring at our phone. We're not distracted in any way. It's just me and you. Right. And the podcast interview is really a conduit for that. And so I thought, what 
I said, okay, I'd like to do a podcast. What do I want to do it on? Do I want to do I want to do a monologue type podcast where I just rant? Um, do I want to do a comedy type podcast where I I'm silly? And that stand up was pretty good. Uh, well, that, that's another part of the another part of my life. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna pursue that a little bit more too. But yeah, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's the next trip? You did two, right? You did no. I've only done one. I just did really. I just did our company party, and I've got more material that I'm gonna try at an open mic. And I don't think I'm gonna tell anybody the first couple I do. So I will find out. Yeah, <laughs> I am an internet wizard. I'll be there yeah. in the audience. <laughs> but I found out one place in downtown South Bend does open mics once a month, and I think that's the place I'd like to try it out. So I I did that, and I thought that actually finding out more about the people in the Michigan area that make a difference, that have a story, that that are out there doing unique types of things mm-hmm. would be a lot more interesting than listening to just me talk. <laughs> and so I just started... Uh, pegging people you know i you know i got the equipment and i you did the website for me i got everything ready and i just started Mm -hmm. pegging people and i got a lot more response than i expected and i at one point i was like six weeks ahead of schedule because i did so many interviews one week i did three next week i did two next Mm -hmm. week i did three and there was just a lot of interviews and it just grows from there because everybody I talk to says, oh, you should talk to this person. You should talk to that person. And, yeah. and it's just growing from there. So I really don't have any shortage of guests. And the thing that's come from it is I wanted to do this mainly as a kind of a midlife crisis thing, something to, to fill my time, give me something to do. But then I meet these people and I get really invested in what they're doing because right. I haven't met one yet that I didn't like. And That's good. Yeah, and I haven't met one yet that isn't doing something that positively uh, affects the community. So the only problem I have now is how do I help everybody? Because right. I think you're my... 22nd or 23rd guest and it just gets to the point where man i'd like to get involved with everybody but i have to rear myself back a little bit and say okay well i i did get their message out and whenever i can i'm going to help yeah. so but uh it has it's it's come to the point where i really you know i've i've made some connections where i you know i've actually got friendships coming out of this and i i didn't want I didn't want this to ever be something that I was making money with or sure. anything like that. So when I talk about promoting and mm-hmm. getting the word out and why I'm watching my downloads and stuff like that, it's not for me. It's for the people. Because if, if you take time out of your day because you are hustling every day from sunup to sundown and after, mm-hmm. um, when you take time out of your day to talk to me, I want to make sure I get everybody to hear it that i can yeah and and it's not it's not for me it's for you and by doing that with doing that with really no expectation of getting anything back i've gotten so much back Hmm. because people are people are just there for you when you when you do stuff like this so it's been it's been it's exceeded my expectations tenfold that's awesome yeah we need to we need to have a like a guest lunch yeah, that would be cool. You can cater. 
Mm-hmm. And pay for it all. Yeah, right. And bring beer. <laughs> like I said, I don't want to make money, but I also don't want to go in the hole. <laughs> I can do a potluck. Yeah, but that's, I mean, that's really the, the um, that's where the podcast has gone for me. It's just been a much cooler experience than I even expected. Yeah. And I expected it to be pretty cool. To the it point. is cool. Yeah. It is cool. I'm excited when the episodes come out. Yeah. So we found out pretty much what Vala is, and I, I I was able to drag out of you what how Grant has changed over the years, <laughs> and uh, for the better. I mean, the neat thing is, is when you get when you get passionate about stuff, it does bleed over to other people because mm-hmm. you bled over to me, and <laughs> and and I think that that's cool, and I'm hoping that in some way that at work or wherever at home the people that i interact with i hope that it's bleeding over a little bit because uh-huh. i'm because i'm totally passionate i mean i bore the crap out of my friends talking about the podcast and uh handing out cards <laughs> saying if you know anybody um, sure. uh, make sure to hook them up and stuff like that um, as far as vala is concerned if they want to interact with you or find out what you can do for them how how do they get a hold of you any way they want we've got okay Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, Snapchat, email, phone, smoke signal. Snapchat's I, uh, the new one that I have to figure out. Are you going to snap? I, I, I did make an account. I haven't yeah? done anything yet. Yeah. I don't know about Snapchat. I don't know. I, I, I'm still reserved on Snapchat. Yeah. I think it's popular because some big names are saying it's popular. Uh-huh. But I don't, I don't know. As I've, I've yet to be sold on the business use right. of pin. I sound like one of the old people that I'm talking yeah. to usually <laughs> right now. No, I'm, I'm yet to be totally sold on it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, usually give my phone number at the beginning, right, so right. it's. So you guys can check them out at volamarketing.com, and then all their social media links are at the bottom of the page. And I'll, they put out a lot of great content on their Facebook page, which just search Vala Marketing in your search bar and like their page. And the content, even if you're not looking for a marketing firm, it's both interesting and entertaining. Um, <laughs> I think you do a good mix. Uh, you put out some of the good articles that are out there, and then you also put out some pretty funny videos. The last thing I want to ask is, how is Pokemon Go going to affect marketing? Well, I th- I think it proves the method more than anything. Uh-huh. I mean, did you have you seen any Pokemon Go TV commercials or? Nope. You know what they did? Twitter. Yep. That's it. And it's been a dime on marketing. Yep. All all they did was they found a way to make their stuff easily shareable on yep. social media. Posted about it on Twitter. They made a great product. Mm-hmm. It has a great brand. Right now, granted. The Pokemon brand has been being built for years. Right. But, I mean, it just shows the importance of all the things that we preach. Branding, right. conversation, easy sharing. I, I don't think it's going to have any direct effect on marketing. Yeah. Augmented reality might. We'll have to see as far as that goes. But It is a great case study. Yeah. Oh, it's, it, is, it is insane. It, it's, it's crazy. That's a, not to rant too much, but, you know, I see, I don't know why, I auto-tune opened my Pokemon Go app when we started talking about it to check for Pokemon. The, um, you know what? I, this is this is the problem. This is the biggest problem in the world right now. You ready to get deep here yeah. for a second? Yeah. Nobody listens anymore. Mm-hmm. It's a problem with everything. It's a problem with, you know, 
politically and in, in your relationships at work, mm-hmm. you know, with your clients, with your customers, it's just nobody's listening. Mm-hmm. And like with Pokemon Go, to me, it is an exercise in patience and listening. Mm-hmm. Because if you're a business owner and you are annoyed by Pokemon Go, mm-hmm. I would say you need to internalize it uh-huh. and get over it. Right. Because you don't get to tell people, right. as a business owner, you do not get to tell people what they should be interested in. Right. Right. Rather, have some fun with it. Right. You know, I have my clients. You know, they have a Pokestop. Then they should do, like, a team discount or something. You know right. what I mean? Team Instinct gets mm-hmm. 5% off right now. Right. You know, I, I, I told one of my guys, I was like, go on eBay right now. Buy 15 phone chargers, get five mini, five micro, and five iPhone chargers. Uh-huh. Plug them in, and then go put a sign out front that says Pokemon Go charging station. People come in, oh, yeah. get some juice on their phone, you That's know, a have a couple idea. beers. But it's it's an exercise in listening. It's the biggest, my free, my free advice is mm-hmm. listen. Do not advertise. Advertising is gone. Mm-hmm. Don't advertise anymore. Listen to what people are interested in. Especially with Pokemon, because you're gonna have to get, you're gonna have to swallow your pride right. and accept that everyone's chasing around these cute little right. digital monsters. But and they're all not twelve; some of them are fifty-two. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> no, but I mean, you have to listen. You have to listen to what people are interested in, mm-hmm. and you can either view it as an opportunity to join in the conversation, have some fun, post, you know, instead of posting that you're having a a sale tomorrow for the, you know, post a picture of your. Pikachu hanging out on the couch you're selling right. or something, right? Right. Join the conversation. Stop standing on the road with a you know megaphone yelling uh-huh. at people while they're right. driving by because that's uh-huh. what advertising on Facebook is. Right. Right. That's my that's my rant on Pokemon Go. Is okay. It's an exercise in patience and listening, right. which is eighty percent of marketing is right. just listening. Right. And a wonderful case study of word of mouth marketing. Oh my gosh. Seriously. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah, it's just, it's fantastic. 100%. Well, Grant, thank you for taking the time to talk to me. Yeah, it was fun. I'm sure we'll talk again. Hopefully. <laughs> maybe, I hope may, so. maybe not recorded, but we'll talk again. <laughs> yeah. Maybe next time will be video, right? Hey, we yeah. do need to do a video. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, tell Scott to get on video. <laughs> All right, um, this has been Grant Milky, and check them out uh, on their Facebook page. Just type Vala Marketing into the search, and then uh, their website is valamarketing.com. Thanks, guys.